Welcome to the Manage Me podcast. Get ready to take yourself one step further. Welcome back everybody to another episode of the Manage Me podcast. Today we're going to be talking about agritech or agricultural technology and talking about the new revolution that is going to be hitting farming in the next few years and the investing opportunities that will come with this new revolution and the strong returns that can be made if you were to get in early and to choose the right industry to focus on. So starting off, farming is currently very inefficient. If you think about it, you take a step back and you look at all those farms that you drive past. Half the time, they're not even growing something. And when they are growing something, let's say a third of them end up wasted because of pests or bad weather or something. And then the other two thirds take up so much space and you end up with a really small amount of food for such a large area. And the thing is, because land is running out currently, we've got rising uh, land prices, rising real estate prices. Because it is rising, because the land is um, falling and the prices are rising, farms are going to need to become much more efficient. So a specific type of efficiency that we can touch on here is X efficiency. X efficiency refers to the degree of efficiency maintained by firms under conditions of imperfect competition. So that's not, for example, hairdressers. There are loads of hairdressers. It won't be hairdressers. It's things like farms where the barriers to entry are relatively high. You know, you need to buy a whole chunk of land. You need to buy a tractor, maybe. And what that means is there aren't that many people in the market. So there's imperfect competition. Efficiency in this context means that a company getting the maximum outputs from its inputs. So that's including employee productivity and manufacturing efficiency. In a highly competitive market like hairdressing, firms are forced to be as efficient as possible to ensure strong profits and continued existence, basically. Survival of the highest margins, essentially. This is not true in situations of imperfect competition, such as farming, because they haven't got all this pressure of new farms coming on. They can kind of, you know, take a bit of profit and just chill with that. They're not, they don't need to absolutely cut costs. But with rising land prices and the growing concern about farming taking up a huge carbon footprint, that's going to force these traditional farms to change their ways and provide new avenues for new emerging agritech farms. So X efficiency helps to explain why companies might have little motivation to maximize profits in a market where the company is already profitable and faces little threat from competitors. They haven't needed to be efficient um, as the large barriers to entry in the farming industry allow them to be a bit more slack. But now we are running out of land and traditional farming produces a huge amount of waste before it even reaches the supermarket. As I was saying, a lot of it due to weather and pests and things, and some of them just are rejected because they don't look right, even though they taste fine. This means farming businesses have to become efficient. They will have to become efficient, otherwise they will go bust. And therefore, as I was saying before, creates new opportunities and challenges to established firms, leading to strong returns. There are also now slightly lower barriers to entry if we think of vertical farms you may have seen some images i think the netherlands one of the top countries for vertical farms essentially just racks stacked on top of each other of plants with special lighting and ai powered you know farming and it waters it for them 
So companies need to shift and adopt to these new technologies, creating a huge demand increase for agritech providers. You know, those are the providers that are providing the things such as the AI controlled watering. Unsustainability stemming both from food being produced in ways that negatively impact an already delicate environment. So that's poor farming of food leading to huge carbon footprints contributing to global warming. The meat industry, for example, I know it's not really farming. I'm talking about more vegetable farming with the rise of vegetarian and vegan diets. But going back to the meat industry, it's, I think it's one of the largest contribu- contributors to the to global warming, um, way more than the aviation industry, which is an interesting fact. Um, so negatively impact an already delicate environment and food waste further making this situation a lot worse is a key problem facing the food industry. Meanwhile, the demand for food is increasing as the, world, as the world's population keeps on growing. Agritech is the tool that is needed to produce more food while taking up less space and assuring there is less food waste, also potentially increasing transparency and trust in the supply chain for the consumer. What causes food waste? While a lot of food waste takes place at home at the consumer level you know just throw out stuff you don't want stuff you don't like or stuff that's going off a huge amount of it takes place before the food even arrives on the supermarket shelves as i keep saying an agritech will reduce this waste by a significant amount because it will all be specifically engineered so that nothing goes to waste because they need to keep their margins very well not tight but they need to ensure that their costs are very very low using ai or machine learning you can optimize inventory to reduce that food waste going back to agritech and kind of just looking at it from a macro point technology has always been a part of agriculture a tractor is a technology as is a fertilizer but today there are new technologies available that are fundamentally fundamentally different and part of a new wave of innovation that some have called Food System 5.0 or the Third Green Revolution, essentially the Second Agricultural Revolution. It follows mechanisation, the genetic modification of seeds and the manufacturing of chemical fertilisers and pesticides, discoveries that led to the creation of today's large multinational agribusiness and industrial agriculture system. Much of this new innovation coming to agriculture has been developed for other industries and entrepreneurs are finding applications for those technologies in agriculture. So going back to the recurring theme here, with a limited amount of arable land to farm on, technology is going to be essential to help farmers increase the productivity of their operations, increase the efficiency of their business and hence provide a larger profit to investors. So what I'm trying to get at here is not only to invest in farms, them, I mean, sorry, in agrotech businesses themselves, you know, the ones that provide the AI assistance, but also to invest in general farms because they are going to cut down their costs and provide a larger profit to investors, rising dividends and perhaps even a rising stock price if the market believes in it. So, um... Companies that are pushing technology forward in the food system stand to grow rapidly and become the new cornerstone of the industry, providing a potential avenue of upside for investors. An example of this being Beyond Meat. They use vertical farms, really efficient vertical farms, mainly in the Netherlands again, to get all of the plant-based 
stuff really they need to put in their plant-based burgers and it's focusing on again the vegetarian um demographic of the population rising vegetarians around the world and people focusing on growing vegetables now the meat industry is declining it's a fact it's it's a fact yeah it's that's the way the world is going to go i think it will always be there but some are calling it cigarette of the decade it's kind of like the cigarette was a couple of decades ago just you know you could see the end but it's going to take a long time to get there but anyways if you were to invest in an industry in the company or the companies that become tomorrow's food providers that's providing food for the whole planet essentially that's going to provide some incredibly strong returns and it's unlikely to be overvalued in the next couple of years because people won't fully understand the need of agritech for a while to come yet before shortages start start occurring and before for example droughts and things start affecting crops and for example if a disease goes around and affects the crops it's only when there'll be a challenge to traditional farming that people will shift to the agritech and focus heavily on that some of these technologies include just going back to it some of the agritech Um, technologies include data capturing devices and sensors data analysis software platforms using artificial intelligence and machine learning biotechnology so that's like gene editing robotics and automation and novel farming systems such as indoor agriculture so vertical farms agritech startups now stand to disrupt this is very important they now stand to disrupt the status quo and until people cotton onto that Um, It could be a relatively unnoticed industry for a while, which is good because investors can get in early before, well, the whole market finds out about it. And it's made the large agribusinesses wake up to the need to innovate this old industry. A few of these large traditional farming businesses, agricultural businesses, have now realised that they really need to switch their and pivot, essentially. And they have started huge corporate venturing arms to invest in startups at the same time. So that's mergers and things. Um, For example, vertical integration, horizontal integration, cutting down costs. Um, At the same time as strategically gathering intelligence about how new innovation is forming and finding those new avenues for success. So to wrap up, basically what I'm saying is I believe this agritech industry could be huge one day once people realize that this will feed the whole planet and that there's well there's always going to be a demand for food no matter what this industry is sure to receive a lot of demand a lot of requests from huge companies so as i said before not only investing in the agritech companies themselves the ones i said are doing the data capturing devices data analysis blah 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 but also investing perhaps in traditional farms that you really believe could cut down their costs and doing strong mergers and that their corporate venturing arms are investing in the right startups leading to higher profits and higher dividends for the investors who stick with them thank you very much for listening to this episode of the manage me podcast i hope you really enjoyed it and if you did it'd be great if you could share with your friends and family 
rate us on Spotify and I hope to see you, well not see you, I hope to have you listening in the next episode of the Manage Me podcast. As always, I've been your host Will Nutbrown and stay fresh, change your mesh.